0: My train of thought, sis. Sorry, <laughs> we will start. That's what I was going to say. Um, all right, we'll start with our prayer requests this evening and uh, be much in prayer for all folks, but uh, Sister Donna Faye, and Brother Don, real Sister Mary two-year-old with meningitis, still no updates there. Uh, Ruth and Grover Cordell, uh, Roy Campbell, uh, Brother Bill and Sister Joanne, uh, Sister uh, Tawana, Sister Barbara's granddaughter Maggie, Brother Yaw's family, brother uh, Timothy King, brother Danny Smith, uh, Melvin Robinson is doing better. Kayla went to the doctor yesterday. Uh, Mariah, uh, she continues her pregnancy. Uh, Brenda Walls, uh, Jasmine, Debbie Henderson, uh, Jason and Darren. Uh, <coughs> Sister Joanne, Brother Jerry, uh, her friend that has stage 4 cancer, Rita's friend, uh, Stan, uh, and Shelly, Norma Whitledge, Donna Coddled, uh, Jessica and family, uh, Brother Johnny, Sister Sandy, uh, J- Justin Kinsler. Uh, Sister Rose Todd and family, Sister Rhonda and Evan and Rob, Joe and Betty Howard, Sister Gail's great-nephew and doctor, Debbie Scott, Audrey Bedford, uh, Sister Barbara's neighbor, uh, Sister Gail had uh, finger uh, surgery on the muscle, Mary Kay, uh, a friend, uh, Sister Mary Jane, and then Brother Junior, uh, remember all of these in your prayers In tonight, and with that we'll go to the Lord in prayer, I hope everybody has had a safe uh, day. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your love and mercy. We thank you, dear God, for your blessings. We thank you, Lord, for how you've just uh, been so good to us, dear God. And, and so we're so we're thankful for that. We ask you, Lord, tonight, help us, uh, Father, to do your will, to praise your name. Father, touch the needs tonight that you know and that we've uh, asked for, dear God, and these folks that we've called by name, touch in the way that, uh, Father, is best for their lives. We pray, Lord, that they would be an influence for you while they're here. Uh, Father, we pray, Lord, that we all would be influential for you uh, while we have time in this walk of life. Lord, we ask you tonight just to reach down, touch those that are sick and afflicted, touch those, dear God, that are lost. Uh, Give them another opportunity. Father, we pray this side of eternity. Lord, we pray for our government, our country, and just each one. We ask you, Father, now, help us, Lord, through the service, uh, through the uh, word, dear God, tonight, that we would just be uh, mindful of it, Lord, and applying it to our lives, and we'll give you glory, we'll give you praise and honor, in Jesus' name, and amen, amen. Um, so, <clears throat> going to look at two words this evening, uh, this was brought up, i uh, watching the um, uh, was watching Sergeant York, uh, it's a good movie, and we were watching it the other evening and he is torn between his beliefs in God and then what the uh, army is expecting of him. And so you see at different times uh, he is uh, either being uh, argued against Trying to use the word to argue against his belief in what god said and and so uh I know that the Bible does not contradict itself, and I believe if you read it out, you'll find that it doesn't, and so the scripture says that we should live by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God, and so uh I thought that's an interesting uh that just come to my mind, and I thought you know that that I want to look it up and see how many times I can find those two words together, every word. Uh, seven times in seven chapters in seven verses of the Bible. Uh, I, I, in uh, five, I think it's see seven, seven times in seven verses in five chapters of the Bible. I believe that's right. Uh, so, Uh, Those numbers are, of course, great biblical numbers, in my opinion. And we'll not talk about those so much, but I want to read the passages and the places where this is found. And so the first place is Deuteronomy uh, chapter 8. And we'll go over there and we'll read uh, a a few verses through that. Uh, Verses 1 through 3, I believe, is what I've got. And it says, All the commandments which I command thee this day shall ye observe and do, that ye may live and multiply and go in and possess the land which the Lord swore unto your fathers. Although we read this verse of scripture and we're thinking primarily about Israel, the promised land, uh, I want you to understand that this is all completely applicable to um, Today, I mean, if you look at it, God wants us to follow him because if in doing that, we will live, uh, have eternal life. Uh, also, um, he told us to be fruitful and multiply and not just in childbearing, but also in persuading people to become Christians. And that in doing so, we would go in and possess the land which the Lord had sworn to our fathers and the real land that flows with milk and honey is heaven. And so it's still applicable to you and I today then the next part and thou shalt remember all the ways which the Lord thy God led thee this 40 years in the wilderness to humble thee and to prove thee and to know what is in thine heart whether thou wouldest keep his commandments or no and you know uh, the Bible tells us that the trialing of our faith is more precious than gold uh, and that our faith shall be tried as by fire Uh, It talks about this, the difference between today and then is the children of Israel rebelled against God, and God put them in the wilderness, and for 40 years they wandered, and those uh, under the age of 20 years of age, 21 years of age, uh, all died outside of Joshua and Caleb. They were the only two allowed to go over into the promised land, uh, because of their faith and their belief and trust in God that when they had come out from spying the land, uh, they had declared that uh, they would follow the Lord and go. But anyways, uh, uh, God done this. and He said in verse 3, humbled, humbled and he humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger and fed thee with manna, which thou knewest not, neither did thou fathers know. And so we, we find the Lord protected and God and, and did those things to them, but look, that he might make thee know that man doth not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord, doth man live. Um, and so we know that in this life, we need to be followers of the word of God. Uh, I've got another study, um, and, I, and I went ahead and printed it out tonight, we'll not... Uh, go over uh, the end of this one here, but just just to give you a a prelude of, of understanding every word. Second uh, Timothy three sixteen, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. In other words, the Scripture is for you and I the way to live. Um, in in Second Samuel twenty two thirty one. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler to them that trust in him. And so we know that God's word has been tried and proven. And those that follow the word of God, uh, following the Lord Jesus Christ, following the Father, uh, having the Holy Ghost directing them through these things, uh, in the end uh, have their ultimate gift of eternal life. And that's what he said here. Uh, But uh, man doth not live by bread alone. But by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord doth man live. If you live in this life without the word of God, you will suffer the consequences of death and eternal separation from God. But if you will live by the word of God, eternal life is abiding. Then go over to Proverbs chapter uh, 14. Up in verse 12, there's a way that seemeth right unto man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Look at that, right there for just saying, the end thereof are the ways of death. There's a way that seemeth right unto man. Man, uh, without I, I would say, how when man ignores God, they believe they can live their life their way. Everything will be all right. And I'm just telling you tonight, it doesn't happen. The end of that way uh, is the way of death. You and I cannot live without God. Even in laughter, the heart is sorrowful. and the end, that mirth is heaviness. The backslider in his heart shall be filled with his own ways. A good man shall be be satisfied from himself. Uh, You know, we're supposed to uh, uh, desire to live for the Lord. And uh, walk with him, and then he says, "This a wise man feareth, and departeth from evil, but the fool regardeth, uh, and is confident." Uh, am I in the right spot? Looks like I'm supposed to be, in, but I've missed something here. Oh, that's right. Uh, I skipped a verse. The simple believeth every word. Verse fifteen. But the prudent man looketh well to his own doing. Now, in this here, the simple, uh, if you think about it there, uh, it, it's not talking about they're believing the word of God, but they're believing other things. Remember, uh, the backslider in his heart shall be filled with his own ways, and a good man shall be satisfied from himself. We, we trust in the Lord. Um, the simple believeth every word, but a prudent man looketh well. To his doings, and, and that kind of made me think about all these teachings that we have today in our schools where uh, they're trying to push uh, evolution and opposed to creationism. Uh, they're trying to push uh, the environment over following the Father. Uh, you know, it, it's all about how we're destroying the, the the earth, and yet we know this, that this earth will not be destroyed until God does it um and so you know uh people believe it, it's kind of the old saying that folks would rather believe a lie than believe the truth and jesus god even said that they would believe a lie instead of the truth and they would be damned and <clears throat> it's because that's their preference uh proverbs chapter 30 verse 5 every word of god is pure now we we already talked about this. All scripture is given by inspiration of God, right? As prophet as for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. So Proverbs chapter 30, verse 5. Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. Uh, there's nobody can protect you and I better than what uh, the Lord can. And so I'm thankful for that. Jump over to Matthew chapter 4 Matthew chapter 4 <clears throat> The Lord here deals with the devil. I like the uh the I guess you can say I like I like it when the Lord shows you and I how that we can be uh, what we need to be and I apologize for some reason all of a sudden my sinuses are breaking down. I may need a Uh, verse 1, chapter 4, verse 1. Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted, Now, now think about this, he's being led because of temptation that's coming, right? Then we add to this, when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward a hunger. So the temptation came after the fasting, uh, in what we might consider the things that are offered to Christ, being some weaknesses at that point, um, it actually fasting makes us stronger, in uh, spiritually speaking. Uh, and, and I honestly and truly believe that if we fast for the proper reasons, we're not going to physically um, be destroyed. But he was hungry, uh, and so we know that. So he said after he fasted, he was hungry. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command these stones to be made bread. And Jesus could have uh, done that. He also could have just picked them up and ate them, and they'd have been bread to his mouth. Uh, he, didn't, he wouldn't have had to say anything. Excuse me. Uh, but he answered and said, verse 4, It is written, Now, first off, what do we know about the word of God? It's written, right? It is written, man shall not live by bread alone. We just read that back here in Deuteronomy. The Lord was teaching them, instructing them, and showing them of things to come. The Bible talks about this. Jesus takes this same passage out of Deuteronomy and uses it uh, in the book uh, of Matthew. Uh, It's repeated in the book of Luke. but he says, Jesus said it. But he answered and said, and, and said, "It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but what by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God." How do you and I know what word has proceeded out of the mouth of God that we're supposed to live by? Well, again, uh, just going back there, uh, all Scripture, all Scripture. That means. From Genesis 1-1, Revelations 22-21, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God. It is the Word of God. What did Jesus say about the Word of God in the book of Revelations in the 22nd chapter? Excuse me. Here we go, verse eighteen. For I testify, excuse me. For I testify to man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book, if any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are in, written in this book, and if any man shall take away from the words of the of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life, and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. So if we're supposed to live by every word of God that proceeded out of the mouth of God, uh, we're supposed to live by the word that he's given. And again, all scripture is given by inspiration of God. And so one of the reasons why, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, and I will say this, uh, I've, I believe the King James is the right an only word um i believe it's a pure word i believe it's an undefiled word i believe it's a true word uh and so i believe it is the word of god to you and i and that we should live by this and not take away from it because if we do it's kind of like taking away from uh the ingredients to bake a recipe the proper way um I one time made chili. Uh, In my haste and hurry and not paying too much attention about uh, what I was doing, um, I added uh, cinnamon instead of chili powder. And so uh, it tasted off. It tasted funny. It just didn't make any sense. Uh, There's been times when I was trying to be impressive and cook, and I forgot to add baking powder. And so you wonder why your uh, cookies, excuse me, or your pancakes don't turn out the way that they should. Uh, you miss an ingredient. Well, it's the same way uh, with the Word of God, but only this is more valuable. I could remake the chili. I could remake the pancakes. I could remake the cookies. But you cannot remake the Word of God. If you cut out from it and you stand before God, you will stand in accordance with that. Why? Because Every word of God, you and I are supposed to live by the word which God hath given us. Uh, The same thing, again, as we said, is written in the book of Luke in the fourth chapter, the fourth verse, and Jesus answered him saying, it is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. And so when we look at this context and we think about this, every word means exactly what it says. All that we have, we are supposed to live in accordance to uh, the Word of God. If you go over to the book of Matthew in the 18th chapter, excuse me, skipping down to the 15th verse, it says, Moreover, if thy brother shall trespass against thee, go and tell him his fault between thee and him alone. If he shall hear thee, thou hast gained thy brother. But if he will not hear thee, then take with thee one or two more, that in the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word may be established. Okay. Now, we can stop and we can take that and say, oh, that's only talking about uh, when you're trying to... Uh, uh, restore a brother or sister into fellowship. You're trying to get them because they've gone contrary to the word of God. That No, that is true. But look at what he says, that by the mouth of two or three witnesses, that in the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word may be established. So we know that it's true because it's in the mouth of two or three witnesses. Well, what do we've got in the Bible? We've got Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. we got the four gospel, So we have the testimony there. Uh, we've got the uh, Gospel, and then we've got that which follows the four Gospels in, in the rest of it. We've got those there. Uh, we've got the Old Testament, and we've got the New Testament. Uh, so in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. Uh, when they translated the King James, there wasn't one guy sitting on there doing one thing. There was a group of men who had to pass their translation to another group to another group. And they all had to agree on this. Now, I'm going to tell you something folks, and, and, and you know, and I know that this is true. It's hard enough to get two people to agree, two people to agree on everything, let alone a group of people and so when we look at this we understand that god took this word and remember we have the hebrew and the greek uh and uh, there may have been but that was Ar- aramaic i'm not real sure uh, but we have those that is, it's transferred translated out of and it's established uh, matter of fact we could say this for 400 years this bible was established in, in and trusted uh, for hundreds of years before man decided that they were smarter than God and started trying to redo it. But again, uh, they were doing it for one reason. God did it for the right reason. And and I'm just gonna be honest with you. Every word is established. God has his testimony. God has his witness uh, so that it is done uh, properly. Uh, Then the last place that we find this is in 2nd Corinthians chapter 13. Apostle Paul. This is verse 1. This is the third time I'm coming to you. In the mouth of what two or three witnesses shall every word be established, I told you before and foretell you as I was present with present the second time, and being sent now I write to them which are here to have sinned, and to all others that if I come again, I will not spare so God God Paul has received the testimonies and letters of things that are going on. But then Paul has written already in this context and then he's written again and now he's writing the third time to tell them, this is the third time I'm coming to you. In the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established. So the truth is going to be told. Uh, if you think about this, in the trial of Christ, they could not uh, find anybody whose testimony against him lined up Uh, even though they tried to buy them off and pay pay for it they still could not get them to match Uh, and so we know that they could not establish a true guilt for christ why because he was guiltless he was not guilty of anything other than loving us giving us the word of god uh, manifesting to us his love and his purity. Uh, his desire to save us, to lead us, to change us, to guide us. And so they couldn't find that. But yet the testimony of Jesus has been proven over and over again. And his life is is right here in this word uh, for you and I. And the word of God has been given to us over and over again. Remember, here little and there little. Uh, the Bible talks about you know uh, we get a little here and we get a little there. Just just think about this. This was said in the book of Deuteronomy that man does not live by bread alone, but but every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. We find it again in the book of Matthew. We find it again in the book of John. Uh, we find that the 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 Bible verifies what it says over and over to us again. So we have this testimony. us different men writing what God has given them to write and yet maybe hundreds of years or even thousands of years separation in there uh, and yet it comes out the same why because God does not change Uh, Bible says heaven and earth shall pass away but not one jot nor tittle of the word of God is going to change And, and we know this that God's word cannot be uh, um, That word just slipped right out of my mind there. Um, well, the word is in there, but it's not going to come out. Uh, but you can't distort God's word. If you distort it, it's not God's word, it's your word. Uh, God's word cannot be corrupted. Uh, when you or I change something just like what uh, Eve did uh, she did not quote back to the devil God's word she added to it Uh, and so you know the devil he didn't quote back to her God's word he added something to it or he left something out of it Uh, and so we know that that's not God's word right so they corrupted the word and what they were doing, even though it sounded a lot like it, it wasn't it. And that's why it's important for us to understand the the Bible and that every word is applicable to you and I, whether it is an example to us to, to what to do or what not to do. Uh, it's informative to us to tell us how to be saved, how to live our lives as Christians. And, and then also it's prophetic to us because it tells us of things that are yet to come. And again, we only get that through every word. And so you and I tonight, uh, are, we are supposed to live by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. I encourage you uh, to read the Bible and to pray, uh, to seek God's word, uh, will for your life. Uh, seek it through, through the studying of the word. Seek it through prayer. And uh, just be mindful. Uh, Don't let anybody distort the truth, and don't let the devil steal the truth, Uh, but let's hold to the truth, and that is the true word of God, and live our lives, and we will do so successfully because of the Lord Jesus Christ, his testimony to us, and the presence of the Holy Ghost in our lives. Um, With that, we're going to go to prayer, and uh, I know that uh, may be a little short tonight, but I hope that it's, it's fed you and just study out, and if you get your King James Pure Bible search app uh, or go into it online, you can look up this, and you can verify uh, what I'm giving you in, in these scriptures and the placement of this, uh two words where it's found uh, seven times seven chapters or seven times seven verses, five chapters, I believe, is what it was. But anyways, Father, we thank you, Lord, tonight. We love you and we praise you, dear God. We just ask you, Father, to help us this evening, Lord. Uh, Lead, guide, and direct. Touch our lives, dear God, uh, that we may be witnesses and testimonies for you. Father, we pray tonight that you just anoint and touch those who will hear the word. Uh, God, help them. Help each need, dear God, we, we know of tonight and those we don't know about. But, Lord, again, we pray just help us to be true and faithful to you and for you as we go throughout the remaining part of this week. Lord, allow us to be together again on Sunday, if it be your will. Uh, And we'll just praise you and thank you in Jesus' holy name. And amen. Amen. God bless you and hope to see you again.